breaking rules when necessary. But hey, our garbage will still get picked up out there in the lovely Rankin County. I just had a lady call in on the Mack Hike of Flowood phone line between the breaks there. And uh, she is a blind, she's been blind her whole life. And she wants to know what the hell are blind folks going to do? They can't load their garbage up and take it to some pickup point. Miss Linda, thank you so much for calling in. I let Miss Linda know that, let me know. We will make sure her garbage gets picked up and taken wherever the heck it needs to go. And uh, right in front of Chalkway's house and catch it on fire. Uh, single-handedly, Chalkway and Tarlamumba's fault, all of this is. Look, this segment is going to be brought to you by Watchman Security Services. Watchman Secure Dot com locally owned family owned for 35 plus years right here in the central mississippi area based out of pearl right over there in the lovely county of rankin uh watch uh founded by a retired law enforcement mr eric knight his son nathan runs the runs the party now if you need smart cameras smart thermometers any of that stuff gated access a security system for your home and look let's just be honest you live anywhere in or around hines county if you don't have a security system, shame on you. Change that today by reaching out to Watchman Security Services. You can shop them online, watchmansecure.com, or, or give them a call at 601-955-9952. Again, indoor, outdoor cameras, security systems, uh, remote gate access, smart doorbells, thermostats, and more. Residential and commercial services available statewide. All right. On the Mack Hike of Flowood phone line, I got my good friend and partner in crime, Mr. Hardy Case with Beringia Cannabis. Good morning, Hardy. Good morning, brother, and good morning, Vietnam, as you always say. Yeah, but look, I'm going to tell you what, man, it is rough out here. Hard out here on a pimp, as they say. Man, man, when I look, when I read that about Jackson Water, I, I was, it was like almost surreal. Um, it's, it's gotten to the point to where, you know, I could, I could read, you know that the volcano under the under the Coliseum uh, area is going to blow up, and it, and it wouldn't it wouldn't throw me off. No, I mean there's nothing at this point that that, that you could tell me is going to happen in Jackson and me be surprised. And it, look, you're you're a thousand percent right. Um, it's a hundred percent due to uh, Lumumba and the current leadership in Jackson. I mean, just because the guy has a law degree doesn't mean he knows how to run. A city. I mean, that's just plain, point blank, and simple. I mean, I look. I have a law degree, and but that doesn't mean you know. But I couldn't tell people how to grow cannabis or how to, um, you know, operate and open dispensaries and launch brands if I hadn't actually done that with my own two hands. You know, you so, you have to have some level of management experience. And I look. I'm not a good manager. I'm a good. Uh, I'm a good promoter. I'm a good talker. Managing is not easy because you got you, you have a lot of complex personalities, and you got to be hard on some people. You can be softer on others. You know, people that do it that do good work. You just because you were a lawyer and you know a bunch of people does not mean you're qualified to run the city. You're 100 percent correct. I mean, what a yeah. I mean, no pun, no. All right, let me say this again. Pun intended. What a dumpster fire. Oh, I know, and and I saw your post. Uh, I think it was on Instagram earlier. Um, with the uh, dumpster fire, and it's just you know, I mean, yeah. come on, dude. That's that's just the you you could use that for the past several administrations, except for uh, our good buddy, um, rest in peace to the, the the true mayor. You know, who who I'll always think of Mayor Jackson is uh, Frank Melton, but 
it's just sad, man. I mean, and look, you and I were talking a while back about, hey, we hope the cannabis industry is going to help Jackson. Well, it could have, but there's no infrastructure. So, sorry, guys. You know. Yeah, I saw Nathan text in on the guns and gear text line, and just and, and I, I'm going to answer this question for everybody. He asked, "Does the uh, does the garbage pickup uh, interfere with?" people with large dumpster boxes, like, say, at apartment complexes and stuff like that. It depends on who they have their dumpsters with. If you have it with waste management, you should be good. If you have it uh, with Richards, then you're, you're probably not good. So I, that, that would be my answer to that. Waste management still going to be running and doing their routes and what they do inside the city. And, I mean, they manage all the dumps, too. So I, I think it's safe to say waste management will be the odds-on favorite. But, you know, they, then they said here they haven't paid – this other company, the $4 million. And I hate to be the bad the the bad guy. Actually, I don't. I like being the bad guy. If I was a wrestler, I'd be the heel. I'd be Hollywood Hogan. I'd be Hollywood Hogan, not Hulk Hogan. And, uh, you know, they knew. They knew they were rolling the dice coming up here. And, and I guess they just believed the mayor. You know, he's like, oh, no, I'm going to get it taken care of. I mean, we knew this was going to be a dumpster fire. And it is. And, uh, hey, you know what? Again, I hate it for the good folks in Jackson. Like I said, my parents live here. Uh, we got a good, a nice uh, lady called a minute ago, Miss Linda, blind. Hey, I got a bunch of friends that live in Jackson that I know didn't vote for this. But there's a bunch of idiots that did, and I hope they suffer the most. I hope their house smells yeah. like five-day-old crab legs. Yeah, you keep electing the same people, um, you're going to get the same results. Yeah. I was so mad when, when I was in town in, in, uh, in April, and I wanted, we wanted to go to the crawfish festival and all that stuff happened there man it was just just terrible yep all right so look we're joined by hardy case and um since i started this show hardy has been my go-to for anything marijuana related as mississippi was struggling to get the bill passed and get it figured out with the um, medical marijuana here hardy has been our, our our wealth of knowledge and a lot of stuff has happened in the last 12 hours 24 hours concerning marijuana Marijuana, marijuana, <laughs> marijuana on a uh, on a national, on a federal level and here in central Mississippi. Let's start real quick because uh, Mike Watkins just hit me up too. Uh, tell me what's going on here in Mississippi with uh, with uh, what's the name of the company? The uh, the Mockingbird, the Mockingbird stuff. Explain this to people in uh, the, the Cliff Notes version. Right. So. You know, when medical cannabis was being discussed in Mississippi a while a while ago, right, um, Outdoor Grow was one of the options that I was pushing and that we actually, you know, successfully got pushed through the house, okay? Uh, however, this this individual company, I believe they're, they're called Mockingbird Cannabis, they actually lobbied against Outdoor. Well, fast forward to... Now, essentially, this week, uh, I began receiving pictures from industry execs, clients, advocates of, of what is supposedly their one of their extra locations that they did not include in their application. So all the other people, the growers, had to painstakingly create indoor grow houses because that's how the lobbyists, some of the lobbyists, big money lobbyists in Jackson – uh, made the bill in the law. And these other folks apparently did not do that. And they also had 
an extra location. So there's, you know, in the, in the Mississippi Medical Cannabis Act, there are violations and fines and fees, and um, it's just looking really, really bad. Uh, you, there's an article about it in the Mississippi Free, I'm sorry, in Mississippi Today uh, that came out on the 6th. Yeah, but I I, I'll share that. Here. I will share that now while Hardy's talking to the Save Jackson Facebook page. Everybody wants to go read it, and I highly recommend it. Go ahead, Hardy. I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely read it. But uh, it just it's just a bad look because essentially what happens or what is going to happen, it seems, is these folks are going to get a large jump on everybody else who followed the rules. And, look, we've got, um, you know, around 50-something cultivators uh, in Mississippi right now. And and, um, they're they're very upset about it. So there's ongoing discussion between the Department of Health, Department, uh, the ABC, and, you know, the industry folks are really, really upset about that. The dispensary folks, I don't believe, um, you know, it's going to, there, you're going to hear a lot of, of discussion among them because they've got other stuff to deal with. Uh, but amongst the cultivators, there, there's some uh, definitely some anger. Well, let me just ask. Uh, well, let me ask the question that I that I guess everybody's going to want to know: Is there who are these people tied with? Who's who? How do you think they're getting, or why do you think they're getting the blind eye to them breaking the rules? Who who are they? Who are they friends with? Yeah, if you want to get really, if you want to dig really deep into the weeds, um, pun definitely intended, the, what, 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 there's, a, there's a group called the Mississippi Cannabis Trade Association, and they're um, connected somehow, I believe, through someone's legal partner with someone who owns Mockingbird. All right, you have to go into the Secretary of State's website and do all that research and, uh, and all that. But in Mississippi, associations are essentially lobbyists. Um, there's, there's, you know, there's an association for everything, and basically what they all are is uh, nonprofits. Now, Y'all Politics actually wrote a great article describing how nonprofits in Mississippi work. I, I would encourage you all to go read that. Check out that website um, and read the great. article on nonprofits. It's very great. illuminating if you've never been involved in Mississippi politics. Good long form journalism. Yeah, so so um, that's essentially you know when you get in with an association, they 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 tend to hold a lot of weight and a lot of uh, unnecessary pull um, in states. And a lot of advocates like myself who are pro outdoor growth, I just want it to be fair for everyone and. And I, I think it should be be able to be grown outdoors in Mississippi of all places. But anyway, that's that's kind of the the, the back uh, room, kind of behind the scenes, uh, you know, picture of, of how that uh, worked out. I don't know. You know, I also have heard that they hired Capital Resources, which is a humongous lobbying firm in the South. Uh, one of the barbers, uh, Henry Barber, is is a partner of that. Um, you know, they're just huge. They're, they're very large. I don't know if that's, if they actually did hire them, but that's what I was told by a very recognizable, uh, industry exec, um, the other day when I was called by them. So, you know, and this is a, you know, $30 million uh, company that, that, uh, that I was speaking with. So anyway, 
it's just uh, it's not a good look. Uh, you know, if people want power in government, look, you've got to go to the Capitol. You've got to call your state representatives. You've got to call your local people. I, I encourage everyone to get engaged. If, you know, you can call and ask these same questions that I call. And, and and people should. I encourage everyone to do that. Yeah. Hey, Hardy. Um, let's take a break real quick. Come back, yep. and we're gonna we'll pick this back up on the other side here. I also want to get into Joe Biden pandering uh, to at uh, at midterms with decriminalization. Let's see how. I want to get your opinion on that. See how serious it is, and uh, all that fun stuff. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back with Hardy Case on one hundred three point nine W Y A. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. If you're out home shopping this weekend, you see a house for sale, don't call the realtor on there. Don't don't even worry about that. Pull up your phone. Call Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. Dustin and the team over there will get you taken care care of they offer a kind of a one-stop shop for all your home selling and buying needs they can help you stage your home the whole nine yards his phone number is 601-927-1741 he's also on facebook just go search dustin bailey realtor and all of his information will pop up right there uh strapping looking fella too good good looking guy nice fella can't go wrong, man. Supporter of law enforcement. Him and his team over there at Southern Magnolia's Realty put together the law enforcement or first responder appreciation event in Flowood a few weeks ago. Uh, my friends, those are the kind of folks I want to break bread with, and so should you. All right, back to Hardy Case on the Mac Hike of Flowood phone line. Hey, Hardy. Hey, brother. All right, uh, we've got a text of the day. we got a front runner for text of the day already here. Uh, on, uh, on, on the Guns and Gear text line, it says, somebody call Mike Judge. Jackson is the perfect location for idiocracy, too. Yep, uh, that's right. Uh, I, I like it. I, I like the yeah. energy. I like the energy. That's, that's the kind of stuff I expect out of this text line. Uh, another uh, Anthony text in, and it's a little more on subject with what we were talking about. says, I don't want to sell medical cannabis. I just want to open a pizza taco combo store next to a dispensary. I was like, See, I can, that's capitalism right there, baby. I like it. That's that, that's that trickle down economy. You know, that's, that's, that's one of the unforeseen businesses that come with a new industry, <laughs> like a, like a Nissan supplier. Oh man. Yeah. I, I <laughs> love, I still love Nissan, man. Absolutely. All right. So <clears throat> I guess everything's on track to get medical cannabis up and rolling by the first of the year. Is that, that's kind of the, 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 the assumption. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's going to be, um, you're not going to be able to find all of the quote unquote sexy products um, that you find in other states because there's not that many processing companies up yet. We've got half a dozen processors. So you're essentially going to be able to find, you know, flour um, and some, some limited concentrates, some edibles. Um, right around December, January, and then you'll see some more people come on, a lot more actually, after the first of the year. Got it. There's All been right. about $6 million paid to the state already. I'm sure you've probably seen that um, in in the fees. So the, the program has generated millions of dollars already, 
And look, I think in a year from now, they're going to be 3,500 extra jobs just from the plant touching side of the industry, the dispensaries, processors, uh, disposal. So, you know, it's, it's going to probably, and you'll see maybe half of that to double that of the ancillary uh, jobs too. So it's going to be a, a, a big, um, you know, a big job producer for the state already. I mean, it's, Promises made, promises kept kind of type deal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm excited about it. Again, it's just fun to, just from a business standpoint and a watcher of that kind of thing, uh, just to sit back and watch a new industry, uh, pun intended, sprout up from the ground and, uh, and, 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 and grow into this amazing thing. So I hope it, I hope it works out. So let's just jump into it, man. The news broke yesterday that the Biden regime, uh, is going to decriminalize and try to change the federal uh, statue on uh, marijuana. Try to make it where, sorry, somebody's trying to call in, so it's creating a funky sound there. But they're going to try to make it where it's no longer a Schedule One narcotic. Change the scheduling is what I'm trying to say here. Uh, and reschedule, yeah, yeah, reschedule it and change the um, and decriminalize it. And they're going to let a lot of people out of jail. They're in there for minor, uh, nonviolent marijuana offenses and stuff of that nature. Yeah, so what he did was essentially, and look, it's classic October surprise in politics, right? Um, but it, it was a good one, but it's something he should have done a long time ago. I mean, it took him years. Now, look, I can also say that about every other U.S. president, but, but they didn't promise to do it. And, it. and it does bring up the classic, hey, he's just doing it for, for pandering. And you know what? That's exactly why he probably did it. Um, but I'll take it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. It's one of those kind of type deals. You know, I will take a gift from my enemy. I mean, I just. Oh, absolutely. I, absolutely. I, I, just, I hate that Trump didn't do it. He, it was low hanging fruit that he could have done. If we're just going to sit here and pretend that the election was 100% fair and square. You know, I thought Trump could have swayed a lot of the, uh, I'm just going to say it, a lot of the black vote that, that was so dead set on him being an evil person. I believe you could have swayed a lot of that vote by the decriminalization and uh, changing the scheduling and all that stuff. I mean, that within limits. Now, if somebody's still driving through I-20 with 20 pounds of marijuana because for black market use, they need to go to jail. But Oh, but look, look, that's, and that's something I wanted to talk about, too, real quick. I mean, if you want to help out the industry, don't go riding around with packs and AR-15s. It's just, it's just not going to be a good look. I mean, look, I'm pro. The first time I shot an AR-15, I was seven years old, right? So, look, I'm pro Second Amendment as much as any human alive. But don't, you know, like the reality is don't be an idiot. Um, yeah. Please and thank you. But, I mean, it's still yeah. illegal to sell drugs. I mean, just, just take just from the tax side of it. They're not going to let you roll through and uh, you go sell 10 pounds of, of marijuana and them not get their cut. So well, it's, well, they're still legal. Just go get a micro license, a micro grow license. Like, you know, um, several other, you know, Mississippians have done already. It doesn't cost 1500 bucks. Um, and, and you can, you can do it legally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an idiot. But, I, I uh, mean, getting a little off subject there, but I mean, to the point, I mean, I just, there's going to be rules and regulations. Could, could we make the argument that it shouldn't be? Well, of course, it's still a plant. But for the sake of 
living within the confines of the laws that we have, you know, that, these people who get on Facebook and uh, every time there's a big drug bust, oh, you know, y'all couldn't be doing something different. Man, so much crime comes because of the drugs that if you can stop it at the root of the problem, it eliminates the crime that comes with it. I just I, These people that trip out about that blow my mind. Like You're just thinking so small picture. Those are never people that are the people that you see on those Facebook posts that uh, that, that are that are actually arrested. Dude, they've usually always got fentanyl and a bunch of AR-15s. You know, um, stolen guns, everything. Like, yeah, that, those are going to actually end up killing people on the street, as opposed to an AR-15 used to protect, used to you know shoot for fun, like all like we all do. Yeah. But um. You know, it's just it's just a bad look. I mean, it's just a bad look. I, I don't I don't know any other way to say it. People that are actually, you know, in the gray market, the it's still illegal, but the gray market who are supplying to their friends and family, those kind of people don't ride around with AR fifteens and fish scales. No, not at all. No, I tell you what, man. Somebody let's let's take a call here, Hardy. Sure. After right. tone, record message. That's somebody doing something stupid. All right, we're back. I, I thought somebody wanted to patch in, but it's just somebody that uh, it's it's some spam call. <laughs> it had called, it had called like three times. Like they must really want to talk to Hardy. Let me get them on, and uh, it, it was a it was a spam call. It's probably your boy Thomas, man. Hey, he called in earlier. I just didn't answer. Okay. Uh, now if he had called in since you got on the phone, I would have answered. All right. So, what do you take from from this whole thing? With with the with with what Biden is doing, real talk, it's a really big move. I mean, it really is. Is it going to change uh, everybody's life overnight? No. However, it is a huge deal. Um, it, it it just is. Uh, any any federal movement like this is is big. The big thing about it is he's going to try to get the rescheduling done, which you mentioned. And he asked the other governors to pardon low-level cannabis offenses. I've seen Pennsylvania, uh, their governor, start to research how to do that. I would love for our governor, Tate Reeves, if you, if you have any of your people listening, you guys are going to be getting calls asking to pardon low-level offenses, and I would request that you do so. Um, and, and so you're going to see a lot of that happening. But could he have done more? Absolutely. Do I want him to do more? And will I be continuing to to pressure the, their uh, administration and other members of Congress like Nancy Mace, who I work with um, in these efforts? And we're going to continue to do that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. for sure. sure. So um, it says here, it says the declassification will be a much more difficult task as 10 Republicans would have to vote with Democrats to break any filibuster on the declassification and uh, says, and I'm just reading kind of from the Gateway Pundit here, a little story. It says, while pardoning simple possession appears to be a political move that will have no impact on prison populations, the declassification will be much more difficult. Uh, yeah, I would think is, I would think there's ten Republicans out there that would vote. Declassification. We're talking about reclassification, which he doesn't, which doesn't require Senate approval. Gotcha. All right, Hardy. Let's take yeah. our let's take our last break and come back. Bet. All right, hang on. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show, with Hardy Case. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. 
man, look, if you're out this weekend, support our sponsors. Get out to Ellis Autoplex, come buy a car from your boy. Get out to Mack Hike, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, buy a car from them. Uh, guns and gear, all you, for all your guns and ammo needs. Hit up Dustin Bailey if you are uh, in the market to buy a house. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's for all of your pizza and daiquiri's out there on the reservoir. Raymond Farmer's Market for Catfish Night tonight and Steak Night tomorrow night. Keys Lock and Key. If you uh, need to get your home or business locks changed or rekeyed or any of that stuff. And, of course, our two great roofing companies, Watkins Construction and Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutters. And I'm, Oh, and get out to uh, Boondocks for some firearms training. Uh, good stuff. they got some great memberships available. I'm sure I'm forgetting some folks, but uh, that's life in the big city. Let's wrap up with uh, Hardy. Hey, Hardy. Nope. Hey, yes, sir. All right, brother, you got about 60 seconds left, man. You want to take us home, tell people how to find you? Yeah, absolutely. I just want to thank everybody um, for listening to Clay's show, first of all, hearing that sponsor list. I mean, that's a that's an incredible accomplishment. But look, if you want Lakeland to reach out Glass to me, to, I, I can help I you guys um, learn about the cannabis industry. If you're a business um, and you're trying to get your, your, your feet on the ground, Build your business up. Reach out to me at BeringiaUSA.com, B-E-R-I-N-G-I-A-U-S-A.com. And also, look, if you're looking to work in the cannabis industry, I'd love to mentor you. If you're trying to get a job, uh, I won't charge you anything for that. If you want to learn, um, be a bud tender, work in a cultivation facility, you can reach out to me and just say, hey, Hardy, um, you know, I want to learn, and I'll be happy to help you. All right, Hardy, got to go, brother. Appreciate you. Absolutely. All right, have a good one. All right, man, Hardy Case. Man, what a great week of shows. We'll, uh, we'll have the podcast available here shortly, and I may do another podcast over the weekend. Go subscribe at clayedwardshow.com. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9. W-Y-A-B.